I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. In Haiti, the environment has rarely been near the top of any government's list of priorities. So perhaps it's no surprise that even small steps to protect the environment under current President Michel Martelly have brought conflict. But it's likely that no one expected that one of those conflicts would turn deadly. The violence happened recently in one of Haiti's two national parks, a roughly 11-square-mile patch of land not far from the country's capital. The world's Amy Bracken has our story. The sound of peeping frogs is all that penetrates the darkness on a recent night at Haiti's Parc La Visite. The national park is barely 15 miles from Port-au-Prince, but it feels a world away from Haiti's crowded and crumbling capital. More than a mile high, clouds wrap around a mountainside, shrouding pine groves, broadleaf forests, waterfalls, and caves. It's hard to imagine this peaceful and remote setting as the front line of a battle, but since President Michel Martelly began his new environmental protection effort, that's literally what it's become. The police came and said, don't you recognize that you've been asked to leave? I said, yes, but we have nowhere to go. Marilou Snor is one of several hundred Haitians who live in the park. She was here the day this summer when the police came to evict her and her neighbors. They said they'd give us $1,200, but I said that can do nothing for us. We protested and the police fired tear gas. We threw rocks and they shot bullets. They destroyed our houses and killed four people. The violence was part of an aggressive crackdown on squatters in the park, but the residents resisted in part because it has never been made clear who can be here and what they can do. Even the boundaries of the park itself are undefined. People have been living on this land since at least the 1930s. The area was declared a national park and residents were ordered to leave in the 1980s, but the order was never enforced. We've been here for three generations. Now the state comes and kicks me off the land, me, a landowner and elderly resident. 75-year-old Emmanuel Xavier insists he has title to his land, granted in 1942, and he says it's about all his family has. This little sickle and that little wheel are what allow us to eat and drink. Besides that, there's nothing but the earth we work. The anger runs deep among the park's residents. But at least some of the neighbors are happy to see the government finally try to protect the park. Heavy rains come often here this time of year. And whenever they do, Winthrop Addy fears floods and landslides will follow. Addy runs an inn on land just below the park. He says those living up the hill are destroying the land and drinking water of everyone below them by growing crops, defecating, burying their dead, and cutting trees in the watershed. Haiti has become like a sand castle, melting at every rainfall, because people are doing things everywhere as they want. It's a total anarchy. Addy says his father bought land in the mid-1900s and pushed for the area uphill to be protected. Eight years ago, he co-founded an organization that plants trees and hosts environmental education camps for children here. Addy says letting people live in the park sacrifices the greater good for the interests of a few. How can you compare five, six hundred people to four million people? These people have to move from the watersheds. It's not about abusing poor peasants. It's about restoring some order and harmony in the country. Addy says President Martelly is the first national leader to make protecting the environment a priority, and he's very glad to see it. But some question whether the government's get-tough approach in the park is really about protecting the environment and the common interest. 
When the state decided to remove people from the park, it created all kinds of suspicions. Yves-André Wainwright served as Haiti's Minister of the Environment under three previous presidents. He says the actions of the current administration are inconsistent. No one knows where the boundaries of the park are. There are other zones that are very rich and important and on which the state is silent. I've identified eight water sources in the area. So why remove people from just one source? The park fight has touched yet another nerve in Haiti's long-standing rift between rich and poor. And it isn't the only flashpoint among the government's new environmental initiatives. There's conflict over a crackdown on dumping trash in Port-au-Prince's streets and canals, and over a new ban on the sale of some plastic bags. But so far, the battle over Parc La Visite is rousing the most passion and has the highest stakes. A park resident says there has been no further negotiations on clearing the park since the summer's violence. But government spokesman Adi Jean Gardy says the eviction effort will continue. We have allowed destruction of the environment to go on for too long. Now people are angry because of the unfortunate incident in the park. But all will be resolved through dialogue. And I think we also need to educate the squatters. Jean Gardy says some squatters might be offered environmental protection jobs in the park while the rest are moved out. But residents say they won't move until they're given new places to live and reparations for the killings. For The World, I'm Amy Bracken, Port-au-Prince. You can see pictures from Haiti's Parc La Visite. Amy sent us a slideshow. It's at theworld.org.